Okay, this has to be the last time. <laughs> I don't know how many times I tried to do an intro and I'm so awkward. I gotta stop listening to my voice so much. Or like, I don't know. Anyway, hello and welcome back to the About Face podcast. My name is Joyce and thank you. Thank you for uh, tuning in today. I haven't recorded for months, you guys, so just bear with me for a little bit. And just to address, yes, I have been away for quite some time, for months. The last time that I uploaded an episode was in the summer. I believe it was June. And initially, I did plan to get a lot of episodes done. But you know what? Not gonna lie, life happened. And... It wasn't my priority to get, you know, episodes out to even record. And other than being busy, like whenever I think about recording a podcast, it's like almost like a burden in my mind because when I think about recording, I think about the preparation that comes along with it. Especially with my first two episodes where I recorded with video. That was just a whole lot of work because I had to set up my camera, do my hair and makeup. And with the first two episodes, I actually wrote uh, an outline of how the structure of the episode would go. But I decided to kind of move away from that and just get my mic out and speak my mind. After all, I do want this to be casual. We're two friends talking, whatever you're doing right now. I don't know. I hope that you're doing well. Anyway, other than the fact that that's been pushing back, pushing me back from recording, there's been a lot of learning that happened over the summer, over the past couple months. I told this to someone. Is that correct grammar? I told this to someone. I told someone this. (laughs) That's not any better, but... When somebody asked me, why am I not recording my episodes? And it's simply because when I'm going through an experience or a lesson in life, it's hard to be introspective in the moment and try to be reflective about the experience right there and then. So I like to let the season, air quotes, season to to pass And then when I'm over that season, then that's when I like to reflect. And again, like right now, I'm in a different season in life. I feel like I'm in a completely different state of being from where I was in the summer. So yes, I do feel like I'm a lot more ready to to look back and to reflect and to um, share with you the things that I've learned Oh my, I don't even know where to start. I initially wanted or have planned this episode to be about ego because that's during the time that I released my second episode, I was in the season of learning about ego and learning to be more aware of my thoughts. And I actually wrote a whole like guideline slash like script to talk about, but I don't think I want to use that today. And that's fine. I just want to touch on the topic of ego today. It's the first step to becoming, to taking my power back. 
It was the first step for me to grow even more because self-awareness is such a valuable asset. Or I can't even stress that enough. I think everybody needs to be self-aware and it could benefit you personally and it could benefit everybody else around you. So let's kind of rewind back to summer. I discovered A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. It's a book. I discovered it actually through listening to Eckhart Tolle and Oprah's podcast. Together they were talking about chapter by chapter in the book and I just got so drawn to the whole concept and idea and so I started reading A New Earth myself. To be honest, I haven't even finished the book myself. A lot of the things that I'm gonna talk about today are from the podcast that I was listening to. I'm gonna try to link that podcast somewhere in this episode, in the description or whatever, because I just super duper recommend it. I can talk about it here, but the way that they explain it, it's just, it's obviously so much better when the author himself explains, right? But that was like such a significant discovery for me as somebody who struggled with anxiety because I was in a state of being where I thought that I lacked control over my mind and I felt that way I felt so helpless for such a long time and so discovering that I my being I have the power to shut that voice off to shut the thoughts and having the choice to accept or deny whatever thoughts that my brain comes up with. I think what blew my mind the most is the way that they explained what ego was and how it is created. So the ego forms and really it continues to develop throughout your life depending on what you want to be perceived as, but it started when we were kids when we learned the concept of I. Like, who am I? So we start labeling ourselves because we want to create an identity for us. And we start conforming to certain behaviors and certain labels because that's what makes you, you. When you've built an identity for yourself, you have a certain way of thinking. So really, your thoughts are guided by your ego And your ego is pretty much the identity that you chose to subscribe to. So moving on to the thought part. Your thoughts are just patterns, right? Patterns that your mind formed based on your past experiences. Like I said, what the ego has created. So if the ego was created, that means it's artificial. It's something that we just chose to subscribe to, certain labels and behaviors that we subscribe to. So who are we really? And in Eckhart Tolle's books, he describes the real you as your being, your true authentic self, your essence. And at first it was hard to understand and grasp, but I would say that being is your higher self. Being means your spirit, your soul. So really the point that I'm trying to get across here is that you have to understand and realize that your being, your true authentic self, your higher self has greater power over your ego. It has power to say no, 
has power just denied to accept whatever the ego creates. Like absolutely everybody operates based on ego until we are awakened and realize that there's an inner power, an inner being within us that has power to control, to stop, to accept, to deny whatever the ego, aka whatever your thoughts are saying. I'm like 100% sure that people listening to this are operating based on ego because that's how I've been operating for all my life until I realized that there's an inner being that, that I can control. I can stop this ego. I can choose what I want to subscribe to and not just accept what this ego is feeding me. I super love this part where Eckhart Tolle says, the ego is undetected in an unawakened mind meaning us, everybody. Everybody is unawakened until they are awakened. And what does awakening mean? Until we are awakened, we will identify with the ego because it has convinced us that we are the ego. But the ego is an artificial identity that was created really solely to protect us, to keep us from painful experiences. That is also why the ego is also called the unconscious mind, because we are not aware that it is a separate entity. It is artificial. It is created. It is not our true authentic self. Before I talk about this story by Eckhart Tolle on his story of awakening, I just want to insert a little trigger warning because it does talk about suicide. So if that's triggering, please just click out or maybe listen to another episode. His story of awakening, he was in a state of being where he was so depressed and unsatisfied with his life. He kept telling himself, I cannot live with myself anymore over and over again. And then suddenly he realized, who is this self that I can't live with and who am I? So this is the moment of separation, realizing for the first time that there are two different identities identifying with I. So Eckhart described this phenomena as a spiritual suicide. So instead of ending his life, he realized he can remove the ego that was identifying with I. The ego, the unobserved mind, the false self dissolved because ego dissolves in the presence of consciousness. So once you realize and kind of shine light to the ego, it dissolves. It's like, I don't know what's a good metaphor, but anyway, once you realize and once you finally acknowledge the fact that ego is there and that you have power over it, it just goes away. It dissolves. Eckhart Tolle explained that such awakening is often triggered by a difficult problem or occurrence. So something absolutely painful like suffering or a sense of loss kind of triggers this awakening. I love this little story that he says, and it goes like, when we arrived on earth, we were one with the creator. We had a sense of knowing. But as we got older and gained human experience, we lose ourselves in the thinking, the ego, the mind. So that sense of loss creates suffering because the dream of life becomes a nightmare. And that's how we awaken. I just, I just love that part. The dream of life becomes a nightmare. And 
that resonates like a lot with me just because that's exactly what I experienced. My reality, my life became a nightmare. Like literally I'm like, this is not how I want my life to be. This is not my dream life. This is not life. And so I was just miserable. Life became a nightmare. And that's when I started my awakening journey. Also, the best part about regaining this consciousness is that we gain it back so much deeper, on a deeper level, this consciousness. I'm going to read like a short paragraph from A New Earth. It just explains um, this whole idea a lot better. So it says, When forms that you have identified with that gave you your sense of self collapse or are taken away, it can lead to a collapse of the ego. Since the ego is identification with form, And I'm just going to stop there and explain what form is. So form is anything that's um, in the 3D world. Form can be a title, status, material things, relationships, etc., etc. Okay, moving on. When there's nothing to identify with anymore, who are you? When forms around you die or death approaches, your sense of being, of I am, is freed from its entanglement with form. Spirit is released from its imprisonment in matter. You realize your essential identity as formless, as an all-pervasive presence of being prior to all forms, all identifications. You realize your true identity as consciousness itself, rather than what consciousness had identified with. That, that's the peace of God. The ultimate truth of who you are is not in I am this or I am that, but in I am. So like I said, Eckhart Tolle's books are a little bit hard to read. I had to read that part over and over again because I was just like, what in the heck and Bob are you talking about? Um, you might have to listen to that a couple times to grasp the idea as well, but hopefully that kind of made sense. Anyway, so what causes ego death? And the simple one word answer to that is consciousness. Ego can't survive in the light of intense consciousness. So once it is recognized, it dissolves. Like I said earlier, once you discover that the ego is there, it dissolves. It like shrivels and it shrinks. <laughs> That's how I kind of see it in my mind. A really good example of that, I think, is negative self-talk. Once you realize that that negative self-talk is just programmed thinking, it stops. It doesn't foster. Like with anything in life, let's say, um, this is such a weird analogy, but once you discover maybe you have lice, once you discover you have lice, you're going to treat it. So it doesn't foster anymore, you know, it stops there. That's what ego is. Once it's been recognized and you know that, oh, this is artificial identity and it's just program thinking, then you as your higher self have the power and the choice to stop that. What separates ego and being anyway? So I'm sure if like this is all new to you, it's kind of like just words and don't mean a thing to you and that's fine because it also took me a while to really grasp this whole concept but very important i mean it changed my life okay anyway 
what separates ego is that being is formless. Like I said before, form is title, status, material things. So being does not attach to anything because it knows everything in this human experience is an illusion. On the other hand, ego attaches to form. Like I said, title, status, relationships, material things. And ego builds and strengthens self by making itself feel superior. Because its value is reliant on earthly and humanly approval. That's, that's the part that's also important. It thrives in all things temporary, which is pretty much everything on earth. So it is easily bruised and collapsible because it relies on unstable things, which again is everything in this human world. You know, relationships, they're temporary. When we die, we don't take our relationships with us. Material things, temporary. Title, temporary. Status, temporary. So ego is strengthened by these form, these forms um, in life. And so that's why we as humans get so insecure in our foundations because we rely on outside external things to make us happy, to make us secure, to make us stable. I think it's also important to note here that the purpose of the ego is to help you awaken. So its purpose is to actually to be recognized because once it is recognized, then we have awakened and we have discovered a new limitless way of living. Like I said earlier too, not everybody will understand this concept unless you're in your you're in a part in your life where you have awakened because not everybody will awaken in this lifetime. That's also kind of sad to think about because who wouldn't want to be awakened to this truth? Like some people are just so entangled and so subscribed to their ego that they can't separate themselves. They don't know how to separate those entities because they have just identified with this ego for so long and so the attachment is so real that they will never awaken so that's kind of sad i don't want to leave this in a sad note but really all that i talked about just in the past i don't know 20 minutes it all just scratches the surface i like just highly recommend that you read um eckhart tolle's books and there's several other authors there that talk about the same concept just different wording you know i've read works by deepak chopra don magal ruiz and they do talk about this whole concept of being of your authentic self and how ego is separate from who you are and they all talk about the same things but just different wording so I'm sure there's like hundreds or thousands, thousands more talking about this. So I highly recommend that maybe if this sparked something in you or you're in your journey of awakening or want to awaken, to have a a limitless life. I feel like once you discover this truth, it will like set you free. 
it's so cheesy to say that but once you kind of once you learn that you're a limitless being and that you don't have to conform to anything that your ego has created for you and to know that you have power to actually change that change your identity and be do and have whatever you want that is the secret to life i feel like that's just so important for everybody to learn and it's crazy because ever since i learned about this i start to kind of notice how everybody who i interact with how awakened they are in their lives because just by the way they talk by the way they perceive things you can tell that they're not awakened you can tell that they don't know their full potential and it's sad really and you can't really force awakening to anybody like i said awakening is usually triggered by something really profound and painful i can just vouch for that because that's my experience but i don't know if it's triggered by um anything else other than suffering <laughs> cuz really this is all about self actualization if you just want to put it in simple terms right so i think it's what is it like the maslow hierarchy you have to like get all these like different needs met before you can go to the very top which is self actualization and a lot of people don't even have the layer below self actualization which i think is like self esteem like that is also like hard to get to so it's a lot like it's layers and layers of things that you have to be awakened to before you get to a place where you're ready to take in this information and ready to accept it i hope that made sense um i think i want to just end the topic of ego here because it is a lot to digest i'm definitely going to link any resources that i have if i can find the free ebook of a new earth by acartolia also we'll try to link that on the description um, i'll link the podcast that i listen to just any resources to help supplement all the things that i talked about today But yeah, hopefully that made sense. The point being here is really that that the ego is artificial. It is not who you are. There's a higher self, the higher being within you that has power to control and power to accept, to deny, to say yes, to say no to this ego thing. This this the thoughts, this identity. And so once you recognize that once your unconscious mind becomes conscious then you're going to start becoming more aware self-aware um questioning everything that you that goes through your mind questioning your thoughts and deliberately thinking thoughts that benefit you and I'm going to talk to you guys about this in another episode about deliberate creation thinking because your thoughts are so powerful have you guys ever thought something so dominantly and you see it manifest in your life because i have i have created this cycle of negative thinking about social anxiety and so i saw it manifest into my reality because i perpetuated the thought of 
I'm anxious whenever I'm whenever I'm in public. I I'm just bad at socializing and interacting. That thought pattern perpetuated in my head, in my mind. And so I started to see it in my reality. Every time I'm out, I would like feel so anxious. And it took a lot for me to break that pattern. But you know what? I have transcended it. You know, it's it's all your thoughts. Whatever your dominant thought is, it's what's going to manifest into your reality. Just imagine having thoughts that serve you and benefit you and having that run through your head all day. Like just imagine how different your reality will show up, how it will manifest, right? So actually that's exactly where I am now, this season in my life. I'm deliberately creating my reality and like I said, I'll talk about that in another episode. Um, but everything that I talked about today was something that I learned way back a few months ago in summer, in the summer. But I thought it was really, really important to talk about to start off this whole topic because, like I said, my podcast episodes they build on each other, so you kind of have to like follow the episodes chron- chronologically. Oh my God, can I say that? Do I know how to say that word? Chronicologically. Chronicol- You know what I mean. But yes, they all build upon each other. So I'm going to talk about self-concept in my next episode. And you kind of have to understand and grasp the idea of ego and quieting your mind and having control over that ego to understand and to actually practice changing your self-concept and empowering yourself. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you learned something from it. Please don't hesitate to like talk to me, message me, hit me up if you want to talk about it. I love talking about self-improvement and helping others awaken and helping others see the potential of who they are and not, you know, limit themselves because I'm also on that journey of seeing myself as somebody with so much potential and you know somebody who can create the life that they want because that's what i deserve i'm just very thankful for every every experience that has led up to this knowledge that i have now this wisdom so i'm just here for the ride you know i i'm here to learn i i love learning i love improving myself and really becoming the person that I want to be. So if you're on that journey too, I am here, you can talk. Otherwise, I'm proud of you. Keep going and I will see you on my next episode.